Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to another edition of Always Bet on Jack and Zach, presented by betonline.ag. Sign up for that 50% bonus by using the promo code capital BLEAV50 to sign up for that 50% bonus. We're going to get right into it this week in this very romantic setting in Chandler, Arizona. Zach. Desert Breeze Park, baby. Why'd you pick this place? It's uh, a little too romantic for two guys I, uh, in the middle of nowhere. There's no one I around look us. scenic. There's no, it's okay. It just looks scenic. It's, you know, the romance, it, I don't think it's romance. I just think it's scenic. I just think it's scenic, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway. This next segment of the show is going to be scenic because we are about to announce our predictions. Results. So results from last this week. This is the first week where it's not just Oracle review. It's Oracle versus King Richard review. So when it comes to... I'm, I'm sorry, Zach. Before we go ahead, are Oracles supposed to be losers? Are they supposed to lose? Let me finish. I thought Oracles were supposed to be perfect. So NFL picks for the week, Oracle... Yours truly was 7 of 13 on his picks, and Kane Richard was 9 of 14. So when it came to the NFL picks, Kane Richard wins. The college, you know, the championship weekend in college football, those games, Oracle, 5 of 12, Kane Richard, 8 of 15. That's right. And when you combine those numbers, the total percentage is Kane Richard, 58% 58% correct. Zach Kelly, the Oracle, 48%. 10% pretty big. I'm 10% pretty difference. Ouch. Ouch. Well, King Richard raised two of the best athletes that the world has ever seen. And he is up one to nothing. Oh, my God. Anyway, moving on from that, uh, one last thing before we get into our NFL picks this week. A little... Playing going by. I'm just going to let that audio do it, not so it doesn't interrupt it in case that gets picked up. You were taking your sweet time, Mr. Plane Man. You, know, you want to go any faster? Mr. Plane Man? Pilot, you know what I meant. Anyway, thing that should be out of our microphones. The audio might be a little, little wild, wilds, but bear with us. So one little addendum we have to make to last week, uh, just acknowledging it. Um, I didn't notice because they look so similar with shades on, but when we were talking about Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley last week, the picture we showed in our video was actually Brian Kelly and Cliff Kingsbury. So we want to give an apologies to we, Lincoln Riley, we, Cliff Kingsbury. You want to give an apology to Lincoln Riley and Cliff Kingsbury. You want to give an apology. You are sorry for putting those pictures in there. I did not edit the video. I just want to put that out there, Lincoln and Cliff. I, ap- I apologize for... Zachary Kelly, for inserting that picture. Continue. So, just to get that cleared up for anybody that was uh, blurry to the details. So, finally, we are now going to talk about our NFL picks of the week. Who do you want to start or me? Who do you want to go first? I'll let you go first. It's been a rough episode for you already. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. My first game of the week is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Plus ten and a half at Tennessee. And I am predicting the Jaguars to actually cover a Tennessee team that without Derrick Henry, they're struggling a bit. I, the Titans win, but ten and a half point spread, I, I don't think that the Jaguars lose by 11 is more as much as they've been 
floundering and got pounded by the Rams and Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford this past weekend. I think that Jaguars will cover that line, and I'm going the uh, under at 44. You're going to go the under at 44 in that game? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go the over at 44 in that game. And, yes, oh, okay. this is this is an important week for uh, Mike Vrabel and his Tennessee Titans, yes. right? This yeah, is a big week. the number one spot. You're, you're no longer the uh, the head honcho, per se. You're Your no longer the head Bill of the Belichick table of the AFC, right? The Patriots are, are here to stay. The Chiefs are coming back. I don't care what anybody says. No, they they, Patrick Mahomes is coming back. So I think this is a big week for uh, the Tennessee Titans. I think everybody would agree that this is a huge week in order for them to prove that they are a legitimate threat come postseason time in the AFC. Absolutely. Speaking of the AFC, the Pittsburgh Steelers pulled off a big, big win yes, last week against the Ravens. Win. Thank you, John Harbaugh, for that Pittsburgh Steeler win. What the hell kind of call was that? Who called, no, 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 who no, no, goes no, no. for okay, the win in a situation like that? It, he's frozen. He had the right frozen. call. Are you kidding me? If Lamar Jackson just doesn't under the... They win the game. And also... Ben and Marshawn Lynch was just runs the bend. ball in on first and goal at the one-yard line. The Seahawks oh win the Super Bowl. But they God. didn't. You know why? Uh, poor coaching decisions. That was a poor well, coaching I will, decision. I won't argue with you anymore. Even, I'll, I'll move on another time, so I'll let you continue. So I'm guessing Steelers are your pick this week, whatever they go their Steelers It's the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Minnesota Vikings, thank you very much. They <laughs> cover it by three points. The under-over is 40. I'm going with the Vikings, though. Okay? Steelers didn't play that great offensively last week. They played much better defensively Steelers trying against to make it a three point the Baltimore game? Ravens. I don't think they make it a three-point game. I'm not covering the spread, and I'm going the under at 40. Uh, I'm going to say that the Steelers do cover it in the three-point game, but Vikings still win, but I think it's within three game. And what was the over-under again, you said? 40, 40 and a half. I'm going to go the over. I don't know why. I have a, I have a sneaking suspicion about the over. I, I think King Richard is going to be very happy with that prediction. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, enough of King Richard. On to my second game of the week. Your Dallas Cowboys are minus five-point favorites at Washington football team. And I am not only picking Washington to cover that spread, I am picking the Washington football team to win and upset the Dallas Cowboys at home, and I'm picking the under at 49. 14-9, is that a number? 49. 49. You're going to pick the under at 49. I'm going to pick the under at 49, but there's no way in hell that the Dallas Cowboys are losing against the the Washington. Washington I don't. I'm not good enough to have a name football team. Okay? They're not winning. I'm I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. I've seen them lose in heartbreak fashion to uh, the uh, the former Redskins on multiple occasions. Ain't going to happen this week in D.C. Ain't going to happen. I'm going the under at 49, but the Cowboys are definitely covering that spread. You think you think they win by at least six? Yes. Um, all right. Oracle is very happy about that. Like, anyway, let's, do, let's hear your second Oracle, game. Oracle, 48% correct. Okay, all right. Keep, Didn't even get going. half right. of your picks right. correct. Just, keep, just go. Oracle. Oracle, it's your turn. No, I just went. I'm giving you the final pick. You get, still get have two more. Get yours okay. out of the way. All right, fine. It's not how we do things, but all right. It's my show. I'll do it however the hell I want. New Orleans Saints, minus six and a half, minus six point favorites at the New York Jets. Jet, I'm not predicting Jets to win, but I am predicting that the Jets do at least cover that six point spread. And I'm going also on the under in that game at 43 and a half. 43 and a half? Really? 
Mm -hmm. mm. You went the under for all of these, didn't you? So far, it's been all unders, yes. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I mean, when the Jets are involved, you got to pick the under, right? <sighs> I love how you gave them such a triumphant intro. The New York Jets! You're a bully. Just, do you agree? Do you agree with... Are you, do you think that the Jets cover, and you're picking the over or the under? What are you going with? Uh, the Saints are going to cover, and I'm going the over at 43. Because it's you don't you don't think Saints my Jets my Jets will lose stadium. by at least a touchdown? You think no. they'll lose by at least seven? No. Okay, so you think it's at least a six point game? Yeah. Okay, I respect that. Thank they'll you lose, for putting some but, respect. You know. All right, let's hear. They your... probably won't put up a fight. The Saints are just going to play that bad and still figure out a way to win. All right, let's hear your la last th last three. My last three picks. My last two, rather. Uh, let's talk about the other team in that Steelers matchup from last week. Okay. John Harbaugh and his bad coaching decisions, and the rest of his Ravens squad are taking on the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland, and they, uh, they're the underdogs by three, which is very interesting to me. because the Baltimore oh, they Ravens changed? It was two and a half when the, I checked on Monday. Yeah, is the Baltimore Ravens are a very good okay. football team. They played really miserable last week at Heinz Field, and quite frankly, the Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield, are not that good. They're not that good. They are the home team. They cover the spread by three. I think they lose. I think the Ravens pull off the upset uh, on the road, and it appears that the over-under is 42-and-a-half. I'm going to go the under with these two teams. I mean, John Harbaugh's squad only put up, tw uh, what was it, 19 last week, a 20-19 loss, and then you never can trust the Cleveland Browns these days. I'm going the under at 42-and-a-half. Uh, I'm going to agree with you on the over-under. Over I'll agree on the uh, under on that, under at 42-and-a-half. Um, but I do have to say that I think Lamar Jackson's continue gonna slump's gonna continue. I think that the Browns win by at least four, and the Ravens don't cover that spread. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say that the Ravens don't cover that three-point spread. Yeah, you'll be sorry. Anyways, the Atlanta Falcons are taking on the Carolina Panthers in North Carolina this week, and uh, they they're the underdogs by two and a half. The Falcons. The spread is 42 and a half. I'm going the over at 42 and a half. It is still pretty uh, humid out there in Charlotte, North Carolina this time of year. And I'm, uh, I'm predicting a Falcons win on the road. Matty Ice's Falcons Ooh. are coming in hot in Carolina, taking on uh, the ever-so-underwhelming Cam Newton <laughs> and the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I mostly agree with you on that. I'm going with the, uh, I'm going with the over at 42 and a half. I'm going the over yep. in that. And uh, I'm not going to double down. I'll, I'll, I won't. Won't won't hedge, I'll hedge my bet a little bit. Uh, I won't. I'm not gonna say the Falcons outright win, but I I think the Falcons definitely cover that three point spread against the uh, Carolina Panthers. One hundred percent. I'm glad we can agree on something, All even right. if it's as minuscule as that. Well, that was the first half of our show, which means you know what time it is. The Michael, Michael Sarah, Sarah halftime, halftime report. report. Cue that Michael Sarah halftime report graphic. All right, romantic setting. <laughs> It's a bit nippy out here. I wish I had a jacket. You got any romantic stuff to tell us about Michael Sarah's act? Uh, not quite romantic, but uh, it's kill. a little, in a, in a way, in a, in a way, kind of. That's why I say, like, sort of. So, a little short Michael Sarah after I'm poor we have. I just thought this was a fun one. Uh, back in 2012, he was the guest star in the episode of The Simpsons known as The Daughter Also Rises, in which, so romantic. Lisa, in which Lisa Simpson... Lisa, yeah, Lisa Simpson had a crush on our beloved Michael Sarah's character. And can you blame Keep Lisa? It comes calling. Can you believe? Just, I'm going to put up just a beautiful image of Michael Sarah, and you tell me, if you were Lisa Simpson, that you would also 
have a crush over that. So I don't know, this was just a little little fun fact, a little, you know, romance. I'll get into his personal life about how beautiful of a man he is. But that's all we have today. Just, you know, I'm going to save it up, wait till find some more juicy ones. But I thought that was a nice yeah, little Aubrey good Claus one. is going to be yeah. jealous. Going to be jealous of uh, Marge's daughter. Oh, my God. Anyway, that's all we have uh, for this. Michael, Michael Sarah Halftime report. report. Cue out that Michael Sarah Halftime report graphic. All right, we already established who's going to win this week because my picks are spot on, at least 58%. Zach, what are you going to tell the people this week not to do when it comes to college football? So, with college football, there's no real games to predict. Bowl games aren't for a couple of days, but championship weekend was the playoffs are set, the top four teams. You were 100% right about Alabama, but before we get into that detail, so Alabama the one seed, believe Michigan the two seed, Georgia the three seed, and Georgia. Cincy the four seed. You gotta give a lot of props to Cincy, dude. Absolutely, the they did it. They did it. As a, They're the four seed, but they did it. Mm -hmm. Hey, they, you, you just want a chance. They're, That's in, all you they're want. in there with the top dogs, <laughs> and they probably don't have any chance whatsoever. I'm not sure what the line looks like yet, but and so that's just what I want to talk about. For our first uh, subject was play college football playoff predictions. What do you think is going to happen in these three games, these two semifinal games, and the championship game? I'll let you uh, give your prediction first on this college football playoff this well, year. Well, year he, year he, King Richard is about to give his oracle picks oh for the NCAA college oh football playoffs. I'm going Michigan. They're winning. But wow, let me retrace I mean... my steps a little bit. Okay. When you look at these two picks, since he's not going past the, uh, the first round, okay? Let's just get that out of the way. For all of you Cincinnati fans, you're going to be scarred right out of this NCAA playoff run. It was a good run. It was a good run. You got you to gotta hand it to them, right? You're so mean. They, but this Cinderella story chance? is coming to an end. They don't have a, any chance against mm. Alabama, Nick Saban? Mm. They got them any? Mm. Wow. Nick Saban's heading back to uh, the college football championship, the national title game, as the kids call it. And uh, Michigan's going to have themselves quite the date with Georgia, but the Bulldogs are going to come up just a little bit short against the Wolverines. I mean, you put up a Wolverine against a Bulldog, <laughs> what the hell do you think is going to happen right there, right? Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, the Roll Tide? The Roll Tide. Nobody's going to beat the Roll Tide except this giant freaking Wolverine that's going to be led by Jim Harbaugh in the national title game. And for the first time ever, Jim Harbaugh is going to get the respect he deserves in college football. I, I, I was going to give you my... You heard it here first. I was going to give my prediction, but, the only, but I mostly entirely agree. The only exception... I, th I think you wanted to hear my prediction first so that you could piggyback on and be like, no, that was exactly what I was going to say on the The only Oracle. exception I will give is that I think that that Alabama-Cincy game is within three points. I think it comes three down points? to the absolute wire. Three points? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I think Alabama wins. Since he's too inexperienced in some of these bigger bowl games, and Nick Saban has just been around for there, but I think people I can't are even look at you right oh now. Oh my god! Oh my god! Three well, points. You care about the underdog way too much. You're too nice of a guy, Zach. It's gonna hurt you in the long run, especially when it comes to making picks on BetOnline.ag. Oh my god! Well, you have mouths to feed. You're a business owner. 
and you're making unlogical picks like that, you son of a bitch, you stupid son of a bitch. Why? I'm not doing a counter again. You can't Why? start past really? the halfway stupid point. Stupid son of a bitch. 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 You're a stupid son of a bitch, and uh, you're gonna you're gonna be sorry for those words. Either you are or I am. I'm gonna be insanely wrong, and uh, you you might have fun in the next couple of weeks come uh, National Title Day in a few weeks in January. Who knows though? I don't know if I'm gonna do the counter for that. I feel that was too rude, but I'll decide later. Anyway. So that's all I have to say about the college football website. Damn right you do. Jim Harbaugh will finally get uh, get his due and get get that not all, so elusive national uh, title. But second to last subject I want to talk about, UFC 269. So the two title matches, we got the men's, we got Oliveira, plus what, the, 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 the person defending this title, keep that in mind, Plus 145 underdog when I checked on Monday, and Poirier, the diamond, minus wow. 170 favorite as the challenger. Uh, over or under at one and a half rounds. Uh, prediction on both the round count and on who is going to take home. Is this uh, lightweight? I believe, or I can't Come remember. Come on, you stupid son of a bitch. Of course it's the lightweight. And you know what, Dustin Diamond Poirier? He's bringing home the sauce. He should be the favorite in this fight. He beat Conor McGregor not once, but twice. And not just twice, but twice. In a row. <laughs> he beat Dustin. Dustin Poirier is arguably the best lightweight in the whole division. You got to give credit to Justin Gaethje. Michael Chandler's got to be up there as well. Oliveira's the champ, but not for long, because at UFC 269, Dustin Diamond Poirier is going to dump all that barbecue sauce all over Oliveira in that octagon, and he is walking out the lightweight champion of the UFC for the first time in his career. In four rounds. He's knocking him out in the fourth round. Wow. That was a... Uh... Top that take. You stupid son of a bitch. In four rounds? That was the year, so you're on the over? Um, I think that Oliveira will put up more of a fight than you think, but I do think Poirier does get that title Of course belt. he's going to put up a fight. That's why I said four rounds. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be a walk in the park. And I will also go, I'd say it goes at least two rounds. I'm going the over-under on the round and a half. And now for the second uh, title match on the women's side, we got... Amanda Nunes, minus 900 favorite against uh, Pena. I don't know where the at where the emphasis. Uh, so I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. Let me see this P Max Depot clipboard for a second. And it's Pena. Pena. Oh, there Enye. you go. Yeah, Enye. That's right. Pena uh, is plus 550. Uh, underdog. These are at least as uh, recent as Monday. These odds they might be changing at the time of viewing, but uh, and they also over. They won't. Amanda Nunez is by far the baddest bitch in Ultimate Fighting. Uh, over under round and a half. I'm going with the under. I think this ends in the first round, and Amanda Nunez just yeah. wins handily. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be Pena, much. Of a Pena Pena is a very talented fighter. Mm -hmm. I do want to give her credit to where credits due. That's one of my old crutches in the broadcast industry. But you got to give her credit to where credit's due because Pena is honestly one of the most ferocious strikers in uh, the women's division today, in, in the bantamweight division. 
But Amanda Nunez is by far and away the most talented, baddest, most scary fighter, scary individual to ever step in the octagon when it comes to the women's bantamweight division. She retired Ronda Rousey so bad that she never came back. Nope. Ronda nope. Rousey never came back after that fight in 2017. It was early 2017. And now Amanda Nunez has been at the top of the bantamweight division ever since. Yep. Ever since. Yeah, she is... She's gone under the radar because of some of these other big fights that have come up in the UFC over the past few years, but Amanda Nunez has been at the top of the bantamweight division for it, almost it five like years. The, it kind of feels like the sort of like the middle point of Floyd's career before he got to like he like the undefeated was clear like how many he was winning in a row, and he was just like winning like with his like just handily. People it got boring for a while. Like it wasn't until he got past that forty win mark that people were like forty no that people were like oh wait hold on a minute. So I think I think eventually. When this she starts breaking the record in both in both men and women's divisions for title defenses, I think then some of these fights are gonna her 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 reputation will finally get the respect it deserves. So yeah, I think she easily cleans up this fight. And uh, last subject for this week's episode, and we'll probably talk about it more next week when the uh, odds for it come out. No, you might not be happy to talk about this, but in the world of boxing. Jake Paul is going to have a rematch against Tyron Woodley after Tommy Fury backed out for medical reasons. Your thoughts on Tommy Fury backing out, your results on the controversy about Jake Paul and his drug and some of the rumors around him and drug testing, and finally, what do you uh, think of Tyron Woodley's chance to win the fight, especially with Jake Paul saying he'll pay him an extra five hundred thousand if he knocks him out. What do you think? What any hype, any or any opinions on those three questions regarding this uh, Jake Paul boxing match? I'm sorry. Did you say something? I zoned out after you said Jake Paul. Listen, Tommy Fury. Um, it happens. There's really not much you could say there. <laughs> Right? It is what it is. I'm not going to mm -hmm. judge the guy, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Tyron Woodley, he was chomping at the bid pretty quick. Yes. He was waiting and lying like a cobra, <laughs> waiting to strike his prey within the first five minutes of that fight being canceled. Mm -hmm. Tommy Fury backing down, and now Tyron Woodley's like, I'll step up to the plate. Give me a fork and give me a plate. <laughs> Let's eat. And Tyron Woodley, I think, is going to beat Jake Paul. Oh, after Jake with a knockout, with after a knockout. Jake Paul beat Tyron Woodley the first time, I had to give Jake credit. Mm -hmm. It was close. You could have argue, you could argue that Tyron Woodley won that fight, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but Jake Paul wins it. He's gloating, obviously, just like Jake Paul does, and his girlfriend Julia Rose. But this this fight's going to be different. It was so close last time. Jake's a little way too confident, and again, it plays into the character. I get it. It's his whole mystique. It's his character. It's what makes him a ton of money. But he's getting knocked out in this fight against Tyron Woodley. And this is going to end the whole saga of Jake Paul. Because I don't think, the first time he loses, I don't think he comes back from it. I agree. No, I agree. I agree. As soon as he, he loses, I, I think he has to come back from it. I hope. There's no way. Tyron Woodley, Tyron Woodley is a future Hall of Fame fighter. He cannot lose to Jake Paul, the YouTube star, who did this on Disney Channel. You can't do it. I I'm Jake Paul, and you're watching Disney. Like, come on. You're going to lose to that guy? 
you fairy. <laughs> uh, I hope you're right. I hope Tyron Woodley knocks him out. Um, I don't think... Uh, I, I'm going to give respect to Jake. I just want it to be settled in the ring. Um, I'm not going to say say anything about the drug testing rumors when we don't have confirmation. I'm not going to say anything against Tommy Fury for backing out for whatever reason. He, uh, medical reason, he needed a fit. But I do agree with you. I do hope he gets knocked out in the ring. But um, that is all we have for uh, this week. As you know, year's starting to wind down. But come, come January, NFL playoffs, basketball season, there's going to be a lot more fun things to talk about in these coming weeks. So that's all I have. Jack, I'll let you uh, sign us out. You're going to let me? No, I'm going to do it anyways because it's my show. Remember to use that promo code, capital B-L-E-A-V-50, to get your 50% bonus signing up for betonline.ag. Remember, we're also presented by Mayweather Boxing and Fitness. Go get that membership now. Discounts are available. It is the Christmas season. Two more weeks. Zach, what do you want for Christmas this year? Are you going to interrupt me when I actually say what I want? As long as it's not too feminine. Uh... It's a bunch of, bunch of nice uh, comic books and other books. I'm trying to read more this year. There it year. is. Big, okay. All right. There it is. Remember, betonline.ag. Make your picks. King Richard versus the Oracle. Stupid son of a bitch. Zach, go turn off that camera of yours before I go on another stupid son of a bitch rant. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.